Pickaxe. Okay. All right, we're recording. All right. How would you like to do this? Should I start again from the beginning? Because when I first entered this room, what I did was say, let me say everything I need to say, and then you say everything you need to say. Yeah. Is that how you want to do it? Uh, yeah, go right ahead. Because, like, I... So, obviously, this is not how I figured we were going to do things after Theriathon, because it's, like... Sunday, and then yeah. tomorrow we're supposed to plug in, but obviously there's a lot. Turn off the fan. Yeah, turn off the yeah. fan. It's fine. Let me know if you need it. Sure. Um, yeah, no, we thought it would be our day off, and it kind of is still. Yeah. Like, I've made it very clear across multiple social platforms. It's like, I'm not posting here today. Um, real quick, before I go, like, that's how I've been addressing everything. Yeah. But. I answered a couple of Patreon messages, but that's it. Yeah. Like, it's, Yeah. I asked what people were thinking of the module preview and stuff, um, and then I checked the fuck out. <laughs> so, yesterday was Theriathon, and straight up we weren't happy with it. We weren't happy with our 10-year anniversary, right? Right. So, we dealt with that by kind of talking about it for a little bit, and then watching Starship Troopers. Yes. And going to bed. Our brains work very differently. You needed some time away. I really wanted to talk about it to death. So instead, we compromised, and I wrote it down in this notebook for today. <laughs> That's the context everyone needed. So here are all of my crazy manic scratchings in a row, and then we'll expand upon. Mm -hmm. um, I think the main problem right now with DNR is that we're not balancing the creative work with the technical work as well as we should. Yeah. Um, I have a few ideas for how to fix that that I ran past you, but one of the main ones is me taking over visual elements for the show and um, uh, you making like some compromises here and there because you are, right now, you're trying to do the job of like 10 people to the extent of a professional and that's why you don't have time to focus on right. the narrative of the show. Um, so you need to learn to trust me. I, I highlighted that, by the way. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I have a good eye for detail. And when I don't know, you can teach me. I can learn. Um, and then I compared it to like if you didn't like a character's artwork and instead of giving notes to the artist, decided I'll draw it myself. I can learn how to draw. Technically, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's it's a different kind of brain that works like that. Um, and one of the main things I brought up, and it's um, the reason we're doing this right now, is I feel like we also severed some personal connection to the show and listeners when we stopped doing GMT. Um, and we don't know if we can bring that back. We genuinely don't know. We've tried multiple times, but right now we thought that maybe making one long personal podcast episode for the listeners who have been with us for 10 years mm -hmm. couldn't hurt. And it could be a good place to get a mutual understanding with the listeners who have been with us since the very beginning and the new listeners. Yeah. So that's what we're doing now is Jason grabbed the lab mics um, and we want to talk about the show and burnout and what we want to do and how we're going to fix this. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay, let's start with yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Since, oh, uh, since what, October, November of last year, mm -hmm. 
we knew we wanted to kind of have a fresh start. We wanted to, because this isn't, this isn't a thing where we didn't recognize stuff we weren't happy with. We knew it just, nothing worked out, man. Like the, the, the table we chose didn't work out. The, the system we changed to dropped us basically. And can I talk about Waves of the Coast? Can I just do it? Uh, sure. I mean, okay. look, we've been trying to have an okay relationship with Wizards of the Coast ever since we accidentally insulted their HR rep by calling her book trash. Yes. But at the same time, we as two individuals do not like Wizards of the Coast because they're a corporation and they stand for some stuff we don't like. So we thought switching to Cortex would be freedom from that. Mm -hmm. Then Wizards of the Coast bought Cortex and Cortex ghosted <laughs> us because we're pretty sure we can't prove this. We sound like crazy people, but we think we're on the Wizards of the Coast blacklist. It really, so this is one of those things where for a long time, I'm like, well, let's file that under coincidence. They don't give a fuck about us. And like, and I think probably I'm, I'm a conspiracy theory, paranoid type of person. Right. I'm trying to follow your lead on that. And it, it does suck, right? Like it, it does suck when it's like, okay, well, we can't call our business what it is because they trademarked that they name. They trademarked our fucking podcast name. And it's like, okie doke. That's, um, <laughs> Like, but, but like, and then it's um, reasonable stuff like Jasper, who is a fantastic businessman and great at people relations. It's like, yeah. dude, they might have just done everything and dragons. They might have just done dungeons and everywhere they could think of. And, totally. Yeah. And dungeons, everything they can like. It makes sense. Uh, because there's what? 1600 D&D podcasts. Right. They're all like dungeons and daddies. And dungeons and to yeah. want to like preserve your brand. So like they might have just had dungeons and randomness as a coincidence. Totally. But then you stack that up with years upon years upon years of them being what they've been, like anyone who's been with the podcast for a while knows how they react if you bring us up in high numbers. They go, we're not ignoring anybody. And then they never bring it up again because we, we might be on some blacklist. Maybe we're just not important enough for them to deal with. Totally. It could be either of those two things, but we don't know what it is. So at the very least, it was shitty timing. Yes, because the, the, the Cortex stuff. Because like they didn't buy Cortex, but Fandom, the company that owns right, both yeah. Cortex and D and D Beyond, they partnered with. So and what Critical they... Role switched to Cortex. Yeah, man. And Jason and I. God get, damn it! This is nothing. This is nothing against Cortex as a company or the individuals that work there. Or Critical Role. Or Critical Role. We were talking to people at Cortex. Yeah. They were helping us with the new arc. They were yeah. designing websites for us to use so that we'd have an awesome yeah. thing to show you when we went live. And about three weeks before our planned due date for the new arc, we got ghosted. Yeah. They just completely stopped responding to us. At first, we thought it was just because they were busy. Then we saw the critical role announcement after we had already rolled out arc, arc five without them. We were like, okay, we can't do it with them. We have to get some content out. Let's just do it. Yeah. We did it. Then we found out why we were ghosted. And it's, it, it so we're speaking to their, their head of like yeah. media relations. No, no, no. And it like, 
I don't know how I would react if I were put in her position. So like, I don't yeah. like, I'm not, it's, it's just, it just sucks. Like it's, <laughs> we were talking to her, we were on good terms. We had a couple of meets we, yeah. we knew and it's, I it, thought we were buds. Like, right. It's weird. Like I follow your Twitter and like your posts and stuff. Like, yeah. And we've commented on each other's stuff. So it's like, okay, you're not doing well. Let's send her a big get well soon. You know, yeah. like, I hope, I hope everything's fine. Let us know if we can help. And then slowly but surely less and less communication. And it's like, well, they're probably not feeling good till posting. It's like, yay, we're, a, we're, a, we're working with critical role. It's like, good. Like uh, there's only six, there, like. Even if you sign the DNR, even if you sign, like you're not going to tell anyone that's not a DNR, what is it? NDR. NDR. <laughs> even if you signed an NDR, you didn't have to say, hey, we're working with critical role who's way bigger than you and a better get. So we're going to stop working with you. And totally. But you could have said, hey, we're not going to be able to help you with this coming arc. Maybe pack a parachute. Maybe pack a parachute. Or if you really needed this, I can I can send you some links to some other people who could do it, who, who'd have my job, but you could pay them to do it. Yeah. But we just can't do it for you for free anymore. Totally fair. I wouldn't have been upset. And when I saw the critical role post, I would have been like, oh, that makes sense. Right. And it still makes sense. Yeah, it just but sucks. It just makes sense in a way that's kind of hurtful. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, they kind of just ditched us. We were the ditchable ones. And that's fine. Like, we're not as big as Critical Role. That's fine. I kind of don't want to be. <laughs> I, look. I want the success, but I don't want the burden. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's really difficult to continue on after something like that because that was the last punch mm -hmm. after we launched January and had a shitload of tech issues. We promised everybody, it's like, hey man, we're gonna be on Twitch every single week. And then like we lost recordings due to yeah. Riverside. We have a recording right now, we're trying to Frankenstein together because there's yeah. 20 minutes of missing audio from Jason that he is going to try to redub yeah. without a script or anything. Just like he has to guess what he said. It's we're doing everything in our power, like bending over backwards. And that takes time that we should be using making other stuff. Right. But instead, we got to go back and remake things that we made. And that's the last recording we have on Riverside. We switched to Zencaster. That seems to be working better. But it feels like we tried to force a square peg into a round hole for six months. Yeah. And it wasn't the system that was the problem. It was that we didn't like first we had to adjust this. Like if it, if things had worked out the way we thought, yeah, maybe it's maybe we still would have ended up switching from Cortex. But maybe. I'm not sure. Like we might have been able to make Cortex work if we had. Well, like uh, the entire point was there was a visual system that exactly. was supposed to come with that to show everybody where the dice rolls were, and we didn't get it right. because Critical Role got that yeah. instead. Like. Again, it, again, nothing against critical theory, role. Like we're not sure if that's even what actually happened. Well, no, 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 no. But Here's the thing. That part did happen because of course they're going to put the people that are working on UI under the critical role thing. That makes sense. That's, I, but we're not a thousand percent sure. I just like, no, no, no. covering our butts to be like, no. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I want to be, I, uh, th this isn't me saying that you know, they stole anything. What I'm saying is when they knew they were going to be working with Critical Role, you better believe any effort yes. they were putting into any UI is going towards their characters right. and make it, because it was all and made. it might have just been, oh, backburner these guys and we were forgotten about. Yeah. Or there's a chance it was, we're actively not going to work with these people because we're working with Critical Role. Yeah. And we're not going to tell them because, you know, we don't know. We don't know how cutthroat that... The, like the 
podcasting D&D industry is, we do know how cutthroat Wizards of the Coast can be. Yes. And that's why we can't take anything off the table as far as like conspiracy theories, but we're trying not to focus on that. We're trying to focus on us. And honestly, it didn't matter to me. At the end of the day, it was like, look, we're already switching back to 5e, and yeah. we're already... so that the, We did make the decision to switch back before we found out about yeah. Critical Role. But again, because it was March, and we didn't hear anything for three months. Yeah. And I had sent emails that's like, hey, what's going on? And, and like when you see that, it's like, okay, well, you are working. Yeah. So... You, and we got like half-done character sheets and shit. Yeah. And here's the thing, guys. While Jason was trying to do that job, leading into like the new arc, Jason had to design UIs. Jason had to do all the stuff that we thought we were going to get done by someone else. Which I know dick about. Yeah, like, you know dick about. So instead of being able to plan for the new arc to like sit down and think about the world, you've been dealing with numbers and bullshit and like visual stuff because we needed it. Yeah. And I like, I think we both kind of agree this show has suffered. Yeah. Because, like the narrative has suffered. There's only two of us. Mm -hmm. And it is impossible. It's impossible for us to do the work that we're trying to do with two of us when there's only like I I, I can't quite um, I can't quite describe the feeling. Mm -hmm. But leading into Theriathon, I was waking up at 5 a.m. and I wouldn't leave the room till 9 or 10 p.m. Yes. And I still felt like I did nothing. And I had to beg you to delegate tasks to me. And you finally did. But like, you you have control issues. We know this. But it's not. <laughs> it's, it's known. It's not just that. But it's like when Elle offers to edit video. And it's like, right. well, I'd have to teach you how to do that. But here's the module. The module is a perfect example. Yeah. You were making it in Photoshop. I knew InDesign, so when I took the project from you, I was mm -hmm. like, hey, can I just make this in InDesign? And you were unsure, because you were like, I don't know how it'll work in InDesign, but then I did it, and I finished the module in like four hours. Right, and I, like, here's the thing, if I were to try to do it in InDesign, yeah. it, it wouldn't have gotten done. In Photoshop, I could have done it. But could you have done it in four hours? Maybe. Maybe, but you're not sure. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like that four hour, like even if you had done it in Photoshop yeah. and it had taken you six hours, only two hours more than it would have taken me. That's six hours where you weren't planning the sessions, where you weren't right. able to wind down from work. Jason never <clears throat> leaves work. I, I'm way better at it than he is. Straight up. I can leave work. Jason doesn't. <laughs> well, we own the business. There's no there's no one who's going to clock in after our shift and do anything. Right. Like, no magic elves are going to, like, make shoes while we're fucking... But like... I'm able... Like, I think I'm able to, like, go, that person can wait until tomorrow. Yeah. You can't do that. I can. Like, I can be like, oh, I'll get back to this person. I'll write a note to myself. Sometimes I drop the ball. Mm -hmm. Listeners know, like, if they've had one-on-one -on -one conversations with me, sometimes they'll hit me up, and I will not hit them up back. Yeah. And that would destroy you. Yeah. For me, it's just like when I remember to hit them back, I go, hey, sorry, I, I just got really busy. But that's you're, you care so much that you can't do that. And I get that, but it's destroying you. I don't... I don't like... I don't like stepping things down in quality in in any like arena like okay if it like if I'm used to 
getting back to a, a listener and sending them like two, three, four paragraph, you know, emails talking about the last thing we were talking about. It's like, oh, how did that work out for you? You said you were going to go do this, you know. And then I stopped doing that. That to me is a failure. Like it's, it's, I'm, I'm stepping down quality. And the problem is as the show grows, instead yeah. of one fan hitting you up, there's 10 and then there's 20 and then there's 30 and then there's 40 which i like like i love yeah. talking to them but like you can't it's physically impossible i'm not even just saying oh don't respond to the rude ones i'm saying <laughs> you can't even respond to all of the nice ones yeah it's impossible which but for the record is you know 99 percent of them like that's yes, that's yes. That 99 percent of the people i talk to are, are super which nice which is part of the problem because in the past where i've described it to be like hey you don't have to get back to everyone right you know? <laughs> i think you read that as like you don't have to get back to all these mean people because yeah. i don't like i don't like responding to criticism the way you do like i i still like to understand criticism but i don't like to engage with it mm -hmm. for the most part i like to just take it and go good point and walk away hmm? you exist on reddit yeah that's interesting to me because <laughs> i know you have flat out found conversations and inserted yourself in them which were wholly negative and i've learned from that ah okay there have been times, like, I'll 100% honest, there have been times where I'm at 2 a.m. on Reddit, sweating, responding to someone, anxious, because I need them to understand that they misunderstood me. Mm. That's, I, I have this mentality, it's very internet, where it's like, no, there's a right and there's a wrong, and we can find it if we look hard enough. Yeah. Sometimes there's not, yeah. or sometimes it's not worth looking. Yeah. Sometimes figuring out whether or not um, fucking Captain America 2 is problematic, doesn't matter. Yeah. And everyone who's involved in the conversation is a good person, no matter which side they're on. Right. Because in the end of the day, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. It's important to talk about. Anyway, sorry, Reddit. <laughs> yeah. But back to the show. But yeah, criticism and stuff. I think we're both in a place where we know we're not getting out of this what we want mm -hmm. and when you do something like what we're doing there's a so okay i i i i put it like this there are documentaries um that i've watched about you know companies failing or falling apart and stuff and obviously that's something that keeps me up at night but i'm halfway through dropout by the way are you <laughs> yeah it's really good <laughs> yeah um but there are very few big mistakes you can make before it all falls apart yeah. but at the same time you have to take chances or you're never going to grow yes. and the problem with dnr is that a long time ago we met the threshold for expansion in that we need people to work with who are reliable right. and we can't because we cannot pay them because we can barely pay ourselves and that's exactly i was going to mention earlier like I held up my hand and almost said something, but I was like, oh, but I'll mention this in a second. Right. It's not just you and me. It is just you and me day to day. 
Yeah. Nose to the grindstone. Yes. Uh, Jameson helps out so much when it comes to all the book stuff. Susan just agreed to start helping us with the social media. She made all of the Theriathon yeah. advertisements. This isn't to say, again, I got to be clear. This isn't yeah. to say we don't have people offering to help. That is not what no, I'm saying. We feel uncomfortable taking that help without, right. without giving compensation. Susan did that for free, and that was incredibly kind of her. And the book team's paid. The like, book team is paid. Right. But, like, Jameson also does stuff for us all the time that he doesn't technically get paid for. Same yeah. for, like, Ian. Totally. Like, we try to pay them when we can. Yeah. Obviously. Like, straight Jasper makes more from the book than anyone else on the book team does. Yeah, but I think his job is the most interesting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He does the layout for the book. It's <laughs> hard. I just did a module layout. It looks fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jasper makes things look great, and it's his job, and he spends a lot of... Anyway, yeah. point being, we do have help, and whenever we have these kind of conversations, the cast comes to us and is like, guys, we're here. And we're like, yeah. yes, we know, thank you. We'll try to rely on you from now on. And then the first time something comes up that we could fucking delegate, we don't because we don't have the money to pay them for it. No, and honestly, like we tried doing the nights that like we've tried two times now to have people work with us. And if you're a night listening to this, we're not mad at you. No. Everything's, if you're an ex night, it's fine. But it's okay. We the, still love you. But the fact of the matter is, like, when we put the call out, it's like, look, this is a super part time job, like maybe three, four hours a week, but we need to know mm -hmm. if we hand you something, it's going to get done. And it just didn't. Right. And I don't have time to make sure people are doing the one thing I asked them Checking to do. To see if someone I is can't. doing the thing takes almost as much time as just doing it ourselves, which right. is why you have the knee-jerk reaction now, like with the module stuff, where it's like, but I can lay it out, so why don't I just do it? Yeah. And it's like, but so can I. You know what I can't do? DM sessions. Yeah. So, like, could you please sit down and think about sessions for a while? Because that's what you're best at. That's, I do the dishes in the house. You, you cook. Yeah. We, we have to learn to work with each other and stop feeling guilty for like not being 12 people and hitting lamps with their hands. I, it, there's just a ton, right? Because it's been two years of steady decline because partly because of COVID. Yeah. Partly because, I mean, the, you know, if we do a story that someone doesn't like, then they are, they're going to stop listening. And that's yeah, just a thing. Yeah, we've had fans that, like, really love our shit, but then we do one thing that, like, upsets them. Yeah, totally. And they're gone. And, like, publicly angry at us about it. And, like, that sucks. But that's every podcast. Exactly. Like, that's every single podcast. And there's, there's like... And we can't take it personally, because at the end of the day, we're creating entertainment. And if we're not entertaining you then yeah, you should go. That's how that works. That's that's what any of us decide. Like when we cancel a streaming service, when we, yeah. you know, like it's, it that that's part of the gig. But instead of just accepting, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just, the, 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 the end of the thought basically is it is very difficult to concentrate on what we want to do and creating when we're also worried about rent. Yes. And I'm... Like, I am not a greedy man. I just want enough to pay for our bills. I just want to get by. And it, 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 
got to the point where, again, I, I fucking mentioned this on stream and I regret mentioning it on stream, but we just did taxes for the business mm -hmm. and we made $14,000 less last year. And that's a fuckload of money. And I, and I think to myself, it's like, what if we get a flat tire? What if like, right. what if someone has a medical bill? What if, what if, if your guinea pigs gets an ulcer on its eye? Oh yeah. That's, so. Uh, one of the pages I didn't read, not because I, I didn't mean, like not on sure. purpose, just like I forgot to. Sure. Um, this is a separate note. Shilling doesn't make us corporate assholes, but pulling away while shilling and not giving 100% to the creative side of DNR does. That's something I realized yesterday because we were shilling hard. We were trying really hard yesterday yeah. to make some money because we are straight up struggling right now financially. I, we don't want to tell you that. No, but and, like, but what I do like, okay, what I do want is I, I, I want to get more people on the Patreon and I want to give them things. Yes. I don't want donations. No. Like I just want. And that's why uh, we're terrified to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because we don't want to come across like we're begging. We're no. not, we're not begging. We we're not trying to, to anyway. Stuff. <laughs> we worked really hard on this new system of modules for the Patreon. We're going to try to come out with a module every single month. And I'm excited about it. I think it's going to look great. Mm -hmm. But we need to tell you guys. But we're so bad at chilling that we typically don't. Because it's like, mm, we don't want to push people into buying stuff. Yeah. We need to. Because that's how you get big enough to be able to pay your friends to do stuff for you. And that's going to come with time. Like, it's not... Like, okay, if we've declined steadily over two years... It's going to take a while to get that back. And I'm fine with that. But in the meantime, we got to figure out what we can cut because we can't we can't do everything. And I've been trying to jump through hoops for years now to figure out what will make the community happy. I said at the beginning of this arc, I don't want to do that story wise anymore, but it's really hard to focus on story when when an event like Theriathon comes up and there's just the two of us and we're fucking busting our ass every day and then it still fell apart it portions of it. To. No, yeah. like I had sessions prepped and ready to go and then the table was just blinking out people. Right. So it's like, okay, well, that's not gonna work visually. Cool. Yeah. Like On top of that, and this really, like, it's our 10 year fucking anniversary. It was a big deal. Yeah. Jason had a clock ticking down for a year behind him. Yeah. He was making plans for Theriathon. Yeah. He made plans in Cortex because that's what that's we were, what we were going to use. Fucking do. Yeah. And then we had to switch off of Cortex because yep. of everything we talked about. Yeah. So not only did he have to replan Theriathon from the ground up with about two months notice, it had to be while we were switching from yeah. 5e to Cortex. I don't think I've ever felt more that feeling of having the rug pulled out from it. I don't think I've ever felt more like that because you and I are cautious. Like when we moved to Spreaker, we were checking everybody out and that was after Podbean just screwed us over like four or five times, yeah. throttled our speeds down, made everyone... <laughs> made, like made downloads take forever, made streaming take forever. Cause it's like, yeah, but you're getting too many hits. Yeah. It's like, 
fuck you. Like that's that that's that's, that's so like So pay us three hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And then Spreaker was like, We'll pay you to come here. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, they they, they have good quality at the hosting. If we have a problem, we could talk to somebody and they've been they've been great. We've been with them for like three years, yeah. three three plus years. But we were very cautious about doing that. We're not the type of people who we hear something, it's like, we'll pay you to come here in that they host it for free and we get monetization yes. for posting stuff. Not like they take a, they obviously take their, of their course. Bag. like that's what they do. But like we hear that and it's like, well, that's too good to be true. So right. what's the problem? And, and we, you know, I think happened with hmm. Cortex specifically is we had put off things like that for so long. We stuck with Podbean for a stupid long time because, yeah. oh, it would be harder to switch. Yeah. And then we switched over to Spreaker and everything's been fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. So I think that that caution kind of dwindled where it was like, look, sometimes we got to take, sometimes we got to take those leaps. And I was like, we were both along for the ride for that. Yeah. And this time it didn't pay off because no. that caution would have been more warranted. But like, not just Cortex, every single thing. Yes. It's like, okay, well, let's update the show. We let's... took that attitude from yes. the start of this arc and did it for every single part of it. And I think we go in knowing, like, I'm not a fool. Like, I go in knowing that, hey, some of this is going to pan out and some of it isn't. But if we give it our all, at least we'll know that we explored every avenue and tried. And if it falls apart, then... It wasn't on us, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Cortex didn't work out for a number of reasons. It didn't connect, like our audience didn't connect with it. They didn't understand, like dice were being rolled. Half the cast, it's like, yeah, dice are being rolled. What does that mean? Right. Because it, it was fluid and it changed all the time. Yeah, and if you had been able to, you know, follow those dice rolls around. Would have been fucking nice. It'd be a lot easier to understand. It really bothers me when someone gives me their word and when someone tells me they're gonna do something, that's their word. Yes. And they fall, they, they, they go back on that. That really bothers me because and when I tell someone I'm going to do something, I do my fucking best to I do it. Three or four years ago, I might have been the one over your shoulder insisting that we get a contract with them before we make any plans. Yeah. And I didn't do that because I like, you've kind of taught me to trust people more, which is good. It's good it's and bad. Good like it's it. it there's no, there's right. no there's right. No right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was just in that instance, I was very wrong. Like we should have had a contract. We should have had something, like some letter of intent, something. But we didn't. We thought we were getting along with them, and we thought it was going to work out. And it didn't. We jumped to a much more visually striking table because we thought, hey, that's going to look great, and it would have <laughs> if there was a third person to yeah. move the camera to do dynamic things. To, but I. I can't do also, that. Also, if it were like five years from now, yeah, well, <laughs> in, in its development, that could also help a lot. <laughs> Tailspire is very early. It's it's like yeah, that's nothing against Tailspire. No, it's like no, VR. No, 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 no. Like VR had to get to VR. Points. But we paid we paid people to make maps that we were going to get a lot of use out of, and it cost four grand yeah. in total. And we. Including buying Tailspire for everyone in the cast. Right. Because it's a, it's not a system like Foundry or Fantasy Grounds where we have one copy and then yeah. everyone just logs in. Everyone needed a copy on Steam. We we did that thinking, hey, this will be good for the show. It'll be, listeners will get a kick out of it. They'll see things and it'll be much easier to say, hey, you are this far away, this many feet. You can see because there's a 3D representation. We thought, hey... 
wouldn't it be cool if we could explore Brightport, if we could explore Donhurst, if we could explore all these yeah. things. And, and they're gorgeous. Right. But we can't use them. Right. And I'm just, I, I want to broach this topic with the listeners because I know there's someone listening to this who's like me. It's like, where did that $4,000 come from? Right. Your instinct is correct. We use the Kickstarter money. Not all of it. Obviously, no, no. Um, but any when profit a business decision, it <laughs> right. was supposed to be. We invest this four thousand now, and because the show's going to grow, we'll be able to make that four thousand back before it's time to buy the book. It's something businesses do a lot. It's it's also like any profit we would have had from the book, which was going to be razor thin anyway. Yes, is gone. Like yeah, that's that's no. it's absolutely gone. Like it's so, and that sucks. But like you sometimes you take a risk and yeah, it doesn't pay off. But I just because there are people who are probably thinking that way because that's how I think. I want to make it very clear we're still working on the book, and whatever we have to do to get it to people, we're going to get it to people. Yeah, like, I mean, like here's the thing. If we charge it to credit, yeah, we'll charge it to credit. And we did not spend <laughs> the Kickstarter money on the new arc. No, we spent four thousand dollars of the Kickstarter money. Right, on which the new is arc. nothing to scoff at. Nothing to obviously. scoff at, but not the entirety of it. Yeah. Almost all of it has been spent on art for the book, like we planned. Yeah. So don't panic. <laughs> I just. I need people to understand me. And that's something that I've mm -hmm. been worried about for a while is like, I don't want anyone to think that we're stealing money because we're not. No, it's we, just- We wait. tried to invest it and it didn't pan out and we're going to, yeah. It's, it's sometimes you, like there's stories of like Kevin Smith. It's like, well, I charged 25 grand to my credit cards and it worked out. And it's like, there's a thousand other guys who did that and ruined their lives. So like yeah. you can, <laughs> you can afford to make a couple of mistakes that are big like that. We are not the kind of entity that can spend four grand and not miss it is yes. the point. Yes. So it's like, well, Sorry that's for hammering that to death. That's just yeah. And I think, I think <laughs> the more you hammer it, you know what I mean? Like it, it the just more it starts to come across like, don't look, don't yeah. look oh, I promise. But like, it's just because I'm anxious, like we're fine. And money makes, all. here's the thing. I think we've been anxious a lot for a few years now mm -hmm. because any project we take on, the the first book was eighty seven thousand, and then you know obviously uh, Kickstarter and Google they take their chunk, and then we have to uh, work with companies to get stuff there. So like importing it from China, getting the books manufactured, and that was right when COVID kicked <laughs> off. Um, Fun having like we cut every corner we could to save a little money without sacrificing any well life. not I, I'm, I mean the manufacturing of the book was more, like we spent more yeah because we're like hey that's gonna look gorgeous i love those pages the way they're, they're glossy so and like they feel they're a little water resistant they're a little yeah. it's it, like i i love that obviously that stuff costs more we ordered more books than we ended up needing but we had no idea right we, we thought we were going to be able to sell them we thought like, we were going on a book tour yeah we thought we were going to bring them to dragon con in 2020 and that's it stuff like that 
piles up. I think if it were just that, and then we bounce back, mm -hmm. it's like, hey, we're like, we had two pallets, literally a freight truck yes. came into our little alley, dropped two pallets, and we manually hucked those things into the house, then packed yes. them in front of everybody yes. over and putting 12 hour days packing them. That would have been nice to hand it to somebody, but that's five grand mm -hmm. just for the labor and then yeah. shipping and that we just don't have that kind of money. We were going to try to do that with this book because we took these risks. And now we're going to have to exactly. We're going to have to do it by hand again. And that sucks. <laughs> yeah. But that will probably cancel out what we gambled on for the new arc. Right. And um, that, that happens. I guess why we're telling you this. Mm-hmm. And why we're part of the, I say 50% of this just so we could say it out loud to each other. Yeah. And 50% is to kind of let you guys know we want to be honest and we want to, but we also don't want to come to you moping about shit because yes. that's not why you listen to us. You listen to us for stories about fucking dragons and adventures yeah. and stuff like that. Us coming to you with, man, we're really trapped, but mm -hmm. it's. And that was, what's funny is that's what was supposed to be the newsletter on Patreon. But then we felt bad complaining to the people who were paying us. Yeah. <laughs> like it was supposed to be like, oh, well, we'll complain in the Patreon so that we can tell you all the behind the scenes stuff. But then every time we sat down and yeah. talked about the reality of running the business, it wasn't fun. It feels cruddy. It, it yeah. feels like we're complaining to the people who are helping us make this work. And it's, that sucks. Usually, I would say in, in the past there would be just stuff you deal with. Like, okay, if you're working a nine to five, you're, you're kind of counting down to the weekend because you're like, man, uh, I, I, I can't wait because I got tickets to this museum thing and I really want to see it or a reptile show mm -hmm. or, oh, we're going up into the mountains and we're going to hike for a while. And you're counting down to those moments. It's the same thing when you run a business, but everything we do is about looking forward to content to give you guys that we think you're going to like or something that's going to be really cool. Yesterday was the culmination of watching a literal clock tick down for 350 days. And then that's what happened. Like nothing quite worked out. That is not how I pictured our 10th anniversary. I wanted to like- We were I, gonna come uh, out fucking running, but we couldn't because of everything that's happened this last year. And it sucks. And we weren't happy with what we provided. I'm sure some listeners loved it. I, I'm, there were people in the chat the whole time that I loved yeah. talking to. I loved being there with you guys. I yeah. loved hanging out. I, it's a hard thing to describe. I wanted it to be more for listeners. listeners I yeah. wanted it to be more for them, not like, I don't know. And, and that's why we're making this right now is to make it very clear that our goal is always to make the experience better for the community, to make, to tell stories you guys want to listen to in a way that you want to listen to them. And lately, I think we've been trying to prioritize getting us to look as good as blank podcast or right. like sound as good as blank podcast by right. like switching programs and doing stuff and like, oh, we're going to turn on cameras. And yes, we're probably going to keep a lot of those things going forward if we can, because we like them. But yeah. We need to focus on what we're good at, which is telling a story. The reason you guys came here in the first place. And it's so, it's so defeating to have like the 10th anniversary. And there's still people in the chat. It's like, man, group one was great. It's a like, God damn it. Like I am wrong. They're not, it's not like, it's, I imagine it's like if you're a band mm -hmm. and people are talking about 
uh, an album. Song. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but I've done a lot of stuff since then, and I right. want I want those things to be yeah. talked about. Maybe the my same. last album was kind of trash, but I want to make a really good album. Right. <laughs> I want. I basically want yesterday to be the button hook on ten years. Like I'm done. I'm I'm done with that shit. I want to move on and I want to just concentrate on making good stuff, yeah. not dressing it up, not like look, I want it to sound good. Yeah. I want it to look good, but beyond that and we haven't discussed how we're doing this behind the scenes. So if it's not no. like we're contradicting each other, it's because we haven't decided what we're doing yet. I'm intent wise, I've decided. And it's just like I'm not Same. I'm not gonna take on new projects. We're not making new shows. Yeah. We're not making because we tried that with um Therian Tales, which yeah. we do not have time to, to produce. I love the idea. I love writing. Yeah. But I don't have time to write for the book, run eleven groups, fucking yes. you know, uh uh you know, work on after effects stuff to make things look good to right. I don't have time. So that we can have a more professional looking Discord server with an avatar that spins in a circle. It's like that's awesome. That was a lot of time that could have been going towards like, and that was something I did, not something you did. So the, we both are guilty of it to some degree. It's just that I get a little bit more lenience because I'm only in one of the creative outlets of DNR and you're in four, which means you need four times as much creative time as I do to make something that you're proud of. I... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I guess it's a, a lot of stuff. Well, I'm trying to put things into words that are, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, I absolutely love playing with people as much as I do. The fact that we have this many groups means almost half the month is already gone in it's terms of like. Also kind of the difference between a public school and a private school. Explain. So the reason that private schools are expensive is so that one teacher can teach 10 students <laughs> and give each of those students the individualized attention that they might need to thrive. Yeah. A public school, you might have 40 students to a teacher and she's just doing her, you know what? No, that was sexist. They are just doing their best for each student, but they are stretched too thin. So like <laughs> students slip through the cracks. There are students who are abused at home who don't get the help they need. There are students who have disabilities that, I'm not saying our show has that, I'm just saying public versus private school. Right, right, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's a heavy analogy, but yeah, like I get sorry. it. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to, it's like, we love all of the groups, including the ones that uh, the listeners don't hear, the Patreon ones. Yeah. Some of your favorite moments have happened because of those Patreon games. Yeah, I mean, I love, like, it's kind of, it, like, it's it's refreshing, obviously, to, like, play with people who aren't trying to entertain anybody. Like, they're not... Yeah, they're just having fun for the sake of having fun. Right, and obviously that comes with complications <laughs> and stuff, like poor internet connections, bad microphones, and it's like, yeah. hey... I'm hearing every third word you're saying. We gotta yeah. like work on. So th there's always going to I be. I saw Nick in full depth. Depth this last like. Yeah, like he had to get a whole new like modem router and everything like that to get the internet he was paying for. But right. after that, it's like, oh, there you are, buddy. Okay, I've been working with you for over a year. I didn't. Yeah, your face moves like really <laughs> fluidly. Did you know that? Um, but yeah, but at the same time. 
four Patreon groups, on top of four show groups, on top of two epic groups for the yeah. Patreon games. That's too much. It's not half of the month, honestly. It's if you count prep time, it's 80% of the month. And because it's 80% of the month that we still have a bunch of other shit to do, that cuts into the prep time. And when I sit down with a group and the table doesn't do what I want it to do, that's deflating for everybody probably. And on top of that could have been resolved if I had more time to focus on that tech aspect. Right. So moving forward, <sighs> we want to figure out what is the most important parts of DNR and focus on those and stop trying to be professionals in a way that we can't be. We might not have the best looking stream <clears throat> for a podcast of our size. Um, and that's fine. Like we, hopefully that's fine. Hopefully you guys won't hate that. And over time it'll probably improve, but we can't come out swinging the way the critical role comes out swinging. We want to more than anything we want to, but we can't. What I mean, it, it would be unrealistic for, I, I don't know, here's the thing, I don't think anybody expects us to. Right. I think we, we yes, we expect us, just like when we made the book, we wanted to, I, I spearheaded that. It's like, I want this to sit next to any wizard's book yeah. and it stand toe and to it toe. it can, yeah. but it doesn't. No. Because we're not big enough for that. No. And we can make things forever, but if a tree falls in the forest, right. we don't have money for advertising. And I think one of the reasons we wanted to focus so heavily on the audio, ad, I mean, sorry, the visual aspect was so that it would be easier for people to jump on. Yeah. So that they'd see us for just a second and go, oh man, that looks really good. I'm going to jump in. Yeah. But the thing that gets people to listen to us is not that we look good. Yeah. Look at us. It's that we sound good and that we have cool stories to tell. And things change in 10 years. Like, oh, yeah. like, the internet's very different, did you know? Well, okay, beyond all the regular stuff you think of, like, you know, uh, video quality's changed, audio quality, but just when we started the show, D&D wasn't popular. No. It wasn't. Stranger so, Things is fucking, Sam is talking to me about Stranger Things right now, and that's still weird to me, that it's like there's an entire TV show mm -hmm. based on Dubs and the Dragons, that I just haven't had the time to watch that I know is good. It's not based you on Dungeons I mean. and Dragons. It's, it's, they they play a, in like two tangentially, scenes. Tangentially, right, 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 Dungeons right. and Dragons. Um, like that's a hook. It, yeah. Like Vecta might show up next season or something. That's fucking cool. I haven't watched it because I didn't, like I watched like the first episode and it didn't really grab me because it was more sci-fi than I really like. Mm -hmm. That never would have happened 10 years ago. If there was something D&D &D themed that came out, yeah. we all fucking watched that shit. Yeah. Whether it was good or trash, <laughs> much like comic book movies, we all came together to watch it. Now there's so much of it that there's not time. Same for comic book movies. <laughs> and like, there are so many different, like just just D and D podcasts, not just RPG podcasts. And one of the things we wanted to do to stand out was like, hey, let's switch to a system that doesn't get a lot of play but has a lot of promise. Mm -hmm. And we just happened <laughs> to pick the one fucking RPG <laughs> that critical fucking role said that yeah. one. Yeah, that, that one. one. Okay. No, 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 not Numenera. Not any of the Monty <laughs> Cook stuff. Not not Savage Lands. Not not fucking Fate. Not not no. That one. Pathfinder. 
No. No, no, no. That one. Cortex. And it just... Wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. It sucks. You, I wish there had been more clarity between us and the people we were working with. I wish there had been more honesty between us and the people we were working with. But at the end of the day, we can't fix that. At the end of the day, they have moved on. And now we need to as well. It's yeah. just they have the money to <laughs> do they that. They moved on knowingly. And we have to move on realizing. Yes. <laughs> like, like they chose to move on. When you watch Critical Role... Every one of those voice actors is being catered to. Yeah, there's like five people there. Not yes. to like polish their nails or whatever, but to make sure that they know what their schedule is. To, to get them drinks. Book them gigs. To, to, to fix their microphones. Yes. To, to edit their audio. Yeah. We don't have that and we never will. No. And that's okay. But we need to accept it. But we need to figure out what is going to work with for us in 2022, not 2012. Exactly. And this is where you guys come in, I think, the most. Don't ever think that you're bothering us or that sending an email, like earlier, you may have gotten the impression, it's like, well, I just won't send an email because that no. I don't want that. I want to hear what you think. That is the only way we stay plugged in to what you guys want. Otherwise, we're throwing darts. Yeah. And you can only do that so long. But at the same time, we need to, pri we, like, if you don't hear from us, it might be because we're prioritizing mental health that day. And that sounds shitty and new agey. I'm a little bit more new agey than Jason is, so. Every part of my East Coast soul fucking hates that. Look, also, the word problematic. When you said that, it's nails on a chalkboard to me. Um, I'm really on the in-between. Like, I'm not putting crystals against my forehead and humming, <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm somewhere in that spectrum. <laughs> but, yeah, so we need to find the balance. I... I'm straight up worried about Jason a lot of the times. He knows this. His mental health, he's not prioritizing it because I think that you very much, even though we make fun of the bootstraps mentality, I think there's a part of you that believes in it. And you think that working those 12 hour days eventually has to pay off. But I think that we've seen in the last year that that's not how it works. Right, but at the same time, Let's say two years from now, mm -hmm. things have declined to a point where we go, okay, this, we, we got to make a I call. Work at Target. Yeah, we got to make a call. Mm -hmm. I never want that day to come and me say, if I worked a little harder. Right. I'm never going to do that. But ever. I think what Fairyathon showed us is that this isn't the way to make that not happen. Yeah. The way to make that not happen involves you taking some time away. There's well, not a lot of time. Some. Yeah. Like having a day to actually think about the stuff I'm doing instead of right. sitting down with a checklist every single day. Like and it, yeah. That might mean when you sit down on Monday, sometimes it's a really busy Monday, but that's because you took Sunday off. Right. Right. Yeah. Not this Sunday, but like. <laughs> this Sunday, by the way. <laughs> oh no, we're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, not this Sunday, but you know, theoretically a Sunday. I, I want everyone I play with to be happy. I want, I, I want every backstory yeah. from every character to mean something. And what that means right now is, hold on, let's do math. Oh God! Don't hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So that's uh, on the cast. 
Yeah, hold up. Let me just... <laughs> 20 more people on the Patreon and then 10 people for Epic Games. That's a rough estimate. So that's 50 people. Well, let's say <laughs> right now we're just doing the heist game. So backstories aren't a huge thing. I'll give okay. myself those. To, so 18 <laughs> plus... Plus six, plus six, 42 backstories. Right. So. And yes, some of those double up. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, no, yeah, I removed the epic games. Yeah. You remove those. So never mind. They don't double up. They're yeah. all individual people. Yeah. So that's 42 backstories I'm trying to weave into a narrative to try to, like, and then obviously. Everyone from Thoral to Kelsey. Right. That's a backstory. Right. <laughs> and you want them all to matter as much. Yeah. I want to bring people in. I want to tell their stories because that's the fun, right? That's what... And to put it bluntly, that's what people are paying me for. Right. So, like, I want that as much as they do. And I just... I need to figure out... Like, I wish it were as simple as me looking at stuff. And it's like, well, I could just cut that out. It's not... Everything's it's not. so tangled. Yeah. And because it's easy to say, it's like, oh, I run too many groups. It's like, okay, how do we fix that? Yeah. Like, I that's, can't stop Patreon groups. That's $1,000 yeah. that we need to survive. That's half the rent. Right. Like, anyone in the world... Well, not anyone in the world, but any regular person, if you walk, it's like, hey, man, I'm going to take $1,000 out of you monthly. Yeah. That will fucking total most people. Yeah, so 98% like, of the population. Right. So I can't stop that. And I can't stop the groups that we have for the show. And at the same time... We can't stop the Epic Games because we want to provide content to the Patreon Exactly. People. And we can't, like, okay, we can't do Extended Rest again because some people wanted that, but when do we have time to do that? Right. People wanted it, but they wanted, like, and this isn't me, this isn't them being unreasonable. People wanted that, but they still wanted episodes every Monday. Mm -hmm. They didn't want an Epic Game every four episodes. No. That's fair, but, like... <clears throat> they didn't want to replace an existing episode. They wanted a top right. of the existing episode. And that would be great if we could. But at a certain point, us trying to provide content becomes, I want everything in one bag, but I don't want that bag to be heavy. Yes. It's like, uh, Perfect. <laughs> I, I don't know how to make that a thing. Uh, let me think on it. Like, I just, I'm, I, it's going to take some time. And guys, we... That's why we do surveys. That's why every time an arc wraps up or a year wraps up, we're like, hey, give us your thoughts. We want to crawl inside your head and know. <laughs> and it's obviously impossible for us to make every single person happy, but we want to get as close. I, I think that's anyone's goal who creates content. It's like, well, let me get as close to like, yeah. let me get, get as close like, to 100% as I can. When you create stuff, for the most part, like one of the reasons we don't like this is the coast. It's not because of individuals who work at in, this is the coast. Each individual wants everyone to enjoy everything they're creating. It's because they're a conglomerate. And by the time you reach the top, the creative people aren't the ones working on it anymore. But every creative person, I'm not saying they aren't creative. I'm saying they're not the ones creating. Right. But like, that's different for us. Like we're mm -hmm. creating. We care so much but we can't make it, it what we what a billion dollar company could make it and we're we're kind of stuck in between two worlds like we're not small enough that we're like just it's like hey i'm gonna draw some stuff if you like yeah. it support my patreon right now yeah. but I don't got, worry i got a job i'm a yeah. stuff. it's like hey man that that 38 dollars i make on patreon's fantastic because like yeah. that's nice that people want to pay for my stuff and we're not 
social fucking influencers. We're not right. fake it till you make it people. We've always We're been not honest. People who are paying our bills with the advertising revenue right. that we make. So it doesn't even matter. Right. <laughs> like it, everything we do matters to us, both on a financial and a personal level. Right. So I don't. I don't know how to close this out. I, I know, I know. I know we could keep talking for at least three more hours yeah. repeating everything we just said in different ways. Right. <laughs> and I think that everybody know. just, I guess, just know that we are trying to figure things out. We're trying to do what's best for, you know, the, the, the stuff we're making and, and you guys. And who stuck with us through these stumbles yeah. as of late. Like, obviously stumbled in the past. Like, we had dramas and shit in the first yeah. few years of the podcast. But this last, I'd say, six months Easy. is probably the biggest <laughs> fuck-up we've ever... The most public fuck-up we've ever had. Yeah. And the fact that you guys are still here, we're really grateful for you. Yeah. Um, and we really want to provide the content that we know you want and that we want to make. Yeah. I... I'm kind of glad we're done with Dariathon. I'm taking that fucking clock down. I'm the thing you said to me after, you know, like, usually after Dariathon, I'm high off of how excited I am about all the sessions. This time, I'm mostly happy it's over. It's like that's that says everything I needed to hear. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I came in today with my TED talk. Yeah, <laughs> I because I I woke up this morning fully like it's like look. I'm gonna watch Dread alone. <laughs> I'm gonna I I I'm I'm gonna just kind of sit in this room. End of list. And like you came to me almost as soon as I got up. It's like okay, let's talk about work. And I'm I like, did not say that. You that you didn't. Not what I said. That was the that was the core of it. You that were like, hey, that is I okay. What I said was, are we going to talk today? Yeah. You said I would really rather talk about like you were me, and I don't like it. Yeah, and here's so, the like no. part of the reason I said that was because I wanted to. I already had the idea to do this, yeah. the recording it aspect of it. Oh, I didn't. Like uh, that's <laughs> here in my in my little notes. Mm -hmm. My perfect world. Jason, I talk. Prioritize mental well-being. Make compromises. <sighs> refocus on content. Um, then we record an honest summary slash discussion to post with ads to satisfy the advertisers because that's something we're beholden to now, mm -hmm. um, long form. And then that's when I wrote the thing about GMT. Mm -hmm. So that is verbatim what I wrote in my notebook last night. By the way, if you guys visit Manscaped and use the code <laughs> randomness, you get 20% off your order plus free shipping. I use them to shave my balls. You should too. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's, uh, <laughs> you're, look, this is... You know, you know what's weird is they don't, like, ladies have particular genitals as well. You don't hear girls talking about how they're shaving their place. No. That's and, not fair. Well, you should back me. I shave down there. See, here's the thing, though. I think just like legs, there were products that kind of existed previously that were built to not nick those sensitive areas, at least yeah, to a... suck ass. Right. I'm not saying <laughs> that they're good products, but... On the male side of it, it was always just like, yeah, you already have a trimmer. It's yeah. it's for your beard. You're only you're like, right. fuck you. Like it's a, so this Men was have been kind of shouldered out of being advertised to to be pretty for so long. Right. It, it just kind of it was like, uh, it's like, yeah, it sucks. It, it suck it up. But it's also it's also partially that people don't care about like women. Like people don't want to hear about women's hairy places. 
they want women to be just smooth all the time. Yeah, and I think, I, I, again, if you go into um, like a Walmart mm -hmm. and you go into the personal like hair care aisle, these... The one for men or the one for women? No, 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 <laughs> so no, no. The one no. for men is about this big. Yes, exactly. So like if you go down that aisle and let's say this side is dedicated to women. The right-hand side is dedicated to men. And you're walking down there. Most of that aisle is deodorant. Yeah. And then beard shit. It's just like, to me, I, what I'm saying is not, oh, it's weird that guys are talking about their balls. Mm -hmm. It's weird that there aren't more female co podcasters talking about their bits. Yeah. The fact that I can't even say that. Exactly. Like, and know what words to say to make it not weird? Your vagine. My vagine. There you go. <laughs> and then I kicked my chair. I, anyway. So, uh, yeah, the, the point is, um, we're trying to do enough to stay afloat, and we're trying to, basically, we're not living high in the hog. We're trying to do our best, and more than anything, we just want to make stuff that yeah. people like and that we're excited and about. We could go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah financials yeah. to, like, we, we've kind of made jabs about where we currently live and it's for good reason. We need to get out of here, but like, that's not the priority right now. God, no. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, we could keep talking is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Um, but we should stop. Mm -hmm. um, Starship Troopers. It's amazing. He's so good. <laughs> it made me angry last night. <laughs> no one told me it was a horror movie. It's not. It's, that is one of the subgenres. I think it's not it's, the main tag, but it's one no. of the minor tags. But like, I don't think that's good enough to like. You're not going to find it on Shutter. Like, it's not a horror movie. It yeah, has he, horrific elements. But when someone tells me a movie is good, and it's like, yeah, because of satire, I think it's a good comedy. I don't like comedies. I don't watch comedies. Satire can be more than comedy, though. It's true, but that's what I like. That's why I need the subhunter. It's like, oh man, it's a. It's a satire, but it's also action-adventure. There's a lot of really good practical horror effects <laughs> yeah. that you would love, Brianna. That's what someone should have said to me. No one said that. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> they don't make money <laughs> off of referring you to Starship Troopers. It's a 25-year-old okay, well, movie. Why didn't Google track me well enough to let me know? Because they were Google's, trying to... They're they, looking at everything I do. Right, but they're trying to figure out a way to market some sort of vaginal shaver to you. Like, it, th fair. they're trying to figure that out. They don't make any money from getting me to watch Starship Troopers. That's fine. No. Whatever. You know what you should do? <laughs> hmm? Go to Manscaped and use the code <laughs> random to get 20% off your order plus free shipping. Because I'm not going to let you use my shaver. That's a that's a bridge too far. Yeah, that is a bridge too far. I agree. But like, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, I think that's a great way to end this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> guys, we love you. We are so happy that we've been doing this for ten years. We love the cast. We want to tell good stories. I want to do it for another ten. Is my point? Yeah. Like not. I just want to do it and like do it better. I guess. Yes. But we have to figure out what better means for us, not what better means for any podcast. Yeah. which would be uh, like video elements and things like that. That's not us. And we're still doing Twitch. We're still yeah. doing the whole thing. We're just like figuring out what works for us. Like we knew we can't do it live because yeah. that's impossible with our, most of the cast has kids now. Yeah. Like it's. You guys are there for Yeah. So anyway. Okay. 
Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. I hope this didn't annoy you. Usually we put out an episode, obviously. Next week we're back with a new one. Mm -hmm. Everything will be back to normal. A weird dubbing moment, but we'll make it sound as seamless as we can. Hopefully you don't even notice. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. See you next week.